Fun Factory.com has partnered with Locker Room Talk and Shots. So when you use my special code, SELS20, you get 20% off your Fun Factory purchase. Just head to us.funfactory.com and use my code, SELS20, at checkout for 20% off sex toys, lube, massage oils, and more. Cheers. <laughs> Do the sex. Hi, this is Annette Benedetti, your hostess for Locker Room Talk and Shots, the podcast that likes to think of itself as the queer NPR of raunchy women's sex talk. You are about to sit in on the kind of conversations women have on their girls' nights out or behind closed doors while enjoying delicious drinks and dishing about sex. Think fun, honest, and feminist as fuck and always with the goal of fighting the patriarchy, one female orgasm at a time. Welcome to the locker room. (laughs) Today's locker room talk topic is boob sex, titty fucking, mammary intercourse. Those are, in fact, all terms used to... Describe the act of a man sticking his cock between two tits to get off. And you may be asking, is this really still a thing? I mean, I think it was popular in the 80s. At least that's for some reason embedded in my mind. We are here to answer that question. And we are also going to be answering the five W's uh, that uh, writers like to use. I am a writer. That the who what, when, where, and why the fuck you'd want to do it. Now, listeners, I have shared many times in the past that I am a relatively small-breasted woman, so I have zero experience with titty-fucking um, or boob sex breast play in such a way that your boobs are used as a fleshlight. But fortunately, one of my very best friends in the whole wide world has giant boobs. She's all boobs. In fact, many times while recording these episodes together, we have had to stop and start over and move her mic around so that it won't bump into her giant breasts. So Ruby, aka Deanna, is here to help us create the Boob Sex 101 podcast for you guys. She is going to walk us through what it's all about and, and, and help us understand, um, this particular sex act. So Deanna, yes, you've been on lots of episodes with me. You have been on what is now, I would say currently one of our most popular episodes. Which one is that? That would be the semen facials. The semen facials. Guys, it is one of my favorite episodes for so many reasons, mostly because of, uh, you know, just how weird people get about the topic. And and then, of course, through our podcast, like, I got comfortable with it. Um, so if you have not listened to semen facials, you got to go back through our past episodes and cue it up. I promise you will not be disappointed. Definitely not a disappointment, no. and it, and believe it or not, <laughs> it it's going to tie into today into today's podcast. But we'll get there one thing at a time. Uh, our our uh, shot slash cocktail for the day was created by the Queen of Boobs, Ruby. This is a Ruby special. She created the titty tingles. T- titty tingles. It's got some bubbly uh, booze in it. It's got some fruit juice, so it's kind of healthy too. And we will be getting the recipe up. Um, if you scroll down into the notes of this um, podcast, you will find a link to a bunch of cocktails you can create, drink along with us, because you might want to have a couple sips, sit down and have a couple sips before you dive into boob sex with us. So let's raise our glasses. Whoops. Let's talk about sex. Let's do it. All right, folks. Let's get started. Um, <laughs> I like to ahead of these podcasts. I like to be a little sciencey about it. Bring some uh, integrity to these conversations. 
I like to come at you with some facts. I got to tell you, science, scientists, researchers really haven't bothered with boob sex. They, they just haven't. I mean, I looked and I looked and I looked and Deanna, Ruby, you watched me. I did. I witnessed. And was we found nothing. Nothing. I mean, I did find a whole bunch of new porn sites that I'm probably going to check out. <laughs> But but uh, there wasn't a lot of uh, factoids out there. And a lot of the articles I tried to read on it were pretty, you know, basic vanilla filling. Not not that there is anything wrong with, again, we're not vanilla sex shaming. In fact, I would say boob sex. Vanilla. Vanilla. You know, this is definitely. But don't worry for our kinky list listeners. We're going to come up with ways to make it kinky for you. Do not worry. Well, I, I mean, actually, I think boob sex is um, a vanilla kink. Oh, t- tell me about vanilla kink. What? Well, I mean, now don't quote me as I have put the disclaimer out on this podcast before. I am not a professional. I do not have a degree in sex education or sex anything. But being part of um, the kink community and kind of knowing what vanilla is i think boob sex is like pretty mellow for those that are kinksters that you know are into the kink scene right but i think for someone who's vanilla boob sex is kind of a oh we're gonna do that right right it's well it's a step above just like so basic sex so this you're right it's a great way for i think oftentimes uh vanilla couples um or partners often want to figure out how to spice things up. Yeah. In fact, we have a podcast on how to spice up your sex life. I don't know if we covered boob sex in it, but this would be like um, something I feel like people who are more comfortable and who enjoy uh, vanilla sex, but want to get a little sp- spice it up. This would be um, something you could consider doing, right? Definitely. And I say that as being someone who's never had it. So for me, it like I will, I, I will most likely, we'll see by the end of the podcast, add it to my sex bucket list. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm speaking from no knowledge, guys. Just, just, I'm, I'm talking a bit of shit right now, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so let's start. Let's start with um, who, who is having titty sex? Ruby, um, tell me. Anyone who wants to. Uh, Did, all right. But itty that, bitty titties. Is that, that's, I guess. Big, big titties. Can you do this average with. Average titties. You can do this with itty bitty titties. You feel like. you can. You feel like. I'm, I mean, the only place I've ever seen this happen is on porn and definitely not with itty bitty tittied women. Well, porn really is kind of like anything um, on the screen. It's an exaggeration and mm-hmm. it's not really reality. Right. Um, so this act, in case anyone doesn't quite know exactly what it looks like, that how we are going to talk about the who is, I mean, it does require a person with boobs and a person then with a cock. Now, I suppose a dildo could be used to do mm-hmm. this. I'm, I'm, yeah, I just thought of that, and you just yeah, verified it. someone wearing a strap on that does not have um a penis themselves could definitely um, have a strap on on and mm-hmm. titty fuck someone. Yeah. Uh, because for those of a, you have, who have not dove into the realm of the titty fuck, um, you might have the idea that um, it's mainly for a man's pleasure. I did have that idea. But it's very pleasurable for a woman. So it is. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, as someone who has experience in this topic, uh, <laughs> yes, I actually have a lot of pleasure. For that. Do you get titty fucked regularly? Is it, is it part of your regular rotation of sex? It is not part of my regular rotation. Um, but when it pops out there, it's, it's a special occasion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, or it's, um, my partner might say they want to fuck my tits. And of course, well, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Or maybe I'm like, oh, God, I really want. Yeah. 
that between my toes. Yeah, so I guess that's part of the who is. Who initiates this kind of thing? You're saying that you're saying the booba owner, uh, the woman, mm, sometimes asks to be titty fucked. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean. So both both parties involved could be the initiators. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I have a hard time picturing that, but maybe I'll understand it. I mean, I don't know. Well, we'll get there. I just don't know. Well, I think initially. So let's say it's um, the breast owner. Right. It's their first encounter. More than likely, it'll probably be suggested by their partner. Right. Or, you know, um, like yourself, maybe you'll be the initiator after this because it's going to be on your bucket list. Uh, yeah, I've already expressed to my partner yeah, that I think so, I'm going to have to be teddy fucked. So even if uh, <laughs> even if the breast owner has not had, maybe they're going to listen today and go, oh, man, that sounds like fun. Yeah. And, you know, so... Really, it can be either or who initiates it. All right. All right. I I can attest, uh, listeners, that I'm probably going to initiate my first experience. Cheers Uh, to you initiating. Yes. We'll have to do a follow-up. Oh, yes. Mm. On how it goes. So I want to move on to, because some of you maybe questioning exactly what are we talking about when it comes to titty we're calling it titty boob sex breast play now this is not breast play mm-hmm. back up back up this is not breast play this is a very specific act of using the boobs as though they are a fleshlight or a vagina um, wrapping them around or at least squeezing a, a cock between them. And then it's right. The mm-hmm. I, why didn't, I have, I'm, I'm talking about it from. So, yeah. So it is um, squeezing the boobs mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. to create kind of uh, a slit. A slit. Exactly. <laughs> um, for there to be penetrated. Yeah. Um, so much like using a flashlight or your butt cheeks or or your butt cheeks right it just happens to be your boobs yes um some boobs do wrap completely <laughs> yours around. i was going like to say my, yours yours so, yours i think swallow right. a cock so, hole so, so mine do engulf a penis <laughs> engulf um, that's a good word but there's still pleasure even if you don't. I mean, because you can just, everybody can squeeze their titties. She's sitting here pushing her tits together as though you all can see. But oh, only I sorry. can see this. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I can't. I'm not. See, I'm can. pushing. Oh, Look, my God, I could. See? I could. Yes. I just, I just looked down, pushed my tits and. Yeah. There I mean, I think I could get it good on two sides. Mm-hmm. Of the cock. Anyways, but what about women who, you know, there are women with even smaller breasts than mine. Um, how would they go about creating a yeah. canal? Just, I mean, you've got, from my experience, even before my boobs were big. You were titty fucking before your boobs were big? Well, no, but, <laughs> you know, okay, so I don't know. Maybe I massaged mine because. I was actually a late bloomer, everybody, believe it or not. You caught up. I never thought I was going to get boobs. And so I had these little like training bra boobs forever until I, until the summer before my sophomore year. (laughs) And then that summer, I, by the end of the summer, I was a C cup. It hurt like hell. Really? But. I had read in like Seventeen magazine or something about massaging your boobs to s- stimulate growth. Well, uh, maybe it worked. Now I wish I, I had read that fucking article. <laughs> so I would like every night I would massage, and the flesh is pretty like movable. The flesh is movable. I would say this too, uh, visualizing in my head. Even if you don't really, your boobs don't necessarily fully wrap around or even like uh, create a true canal for the cock, the cock could slide against mm-hmm. your, is this called a clavicle or what is this? Uh, a decla- I don't know. You know, the, 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 
the area between your the sternum, the sternum. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that what That's it is? Your sternum, I think. I think so. We sorry, guys. Oh my God. Just you don't need. <laughs> We're smart ladies. <laughs> one day, one day we just need to also video these. So special people, maybe someone that wants to subscribe could actually see yes. the podcast. There we go. <laughs> special outtakes. They're coming, guys. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, as I'm visualizing it, uh, you know, I, the cock could like slide against at least that chest area mm-hmm. between the two tits. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So now we know. Uh, the who is doing what this could actually be I, I guess coming into this conversation I didn't think about the fact that yeah um queer women could do it um and we'll get to the why at the end like why would a queer woman want to do it uh why would a queer woman want to put a strap on on and and titty fuck another woman so we'll get to that conversation um but that we are going to move on to the what and how it's basically like you know um wait did we just cover it i just kind of just covered that <clears throat> well whatever so we, we but we, tips we, and tricks. we didn't do the tips and tri- tricks all right so um maybe some of these some of these topics blend together we're trying to be very strategic for you since we couldn't give you sciencey information uh so yeah what deanna how? What are some tips and tricks to uh, for making this fun and exciting? Because I've already imagined up some things that I. Well, number one, lube is important. I have a hard time, like so. Yes, I did read that. Um, would lotion suffice? Um, massage oil would be okay, and would yes. that be okay for the cock if it's a? Um, they have massage oils that are okay and, for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm going to put a um, vote out there. I'm going to no, I'm going to put the suggestion out there for there is a lube that I would uh, enjoy having on my breasts and my um, sternum. Um, it's I, a new discovery. It's called Uber Lube. Have you heard of it? I have not. It is fantastic and i've got a bottle of it right over there in my bedroom um and i got it from lingerboutique.com um and it is it's incredible there it leaves no sticky residue you can use it for sex but also like it's a body product it doubles as a body Mm -hmm. product um so it just kind of disappears on your skin i think that that would be perfect for booby fucking a lot of the loops that i've used for Mm -hmm. just sex sex have i'm like i don't want that on my you know skin or hair or anything else yeah that's why i recommend like the um massage oils that are body friendly and they're out there for you know those erotic massages mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i really recommend those mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh because they provide some nice lubrication and they do kind of dissipate into the skin so you you that you don't want to dry hump the boobs is what you're saying no because that's gonna kind of be yeah a little friction right for both yeah. people right okay so so you lube up the boobs mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, I mean, one way to uh, once you, you know, give it a, a go a time or two, what is really fun is um, putting in some fellatio with it. Right. So, um, you know, as that penis comes peeking through your peaks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can, you know, lick it, suck, suck it. it. Well, so I imagine that isn't always possible for all penis boob combinations, or is it? I, I'm um, kind of, all right, I'm gonna hold on a second, guys. I'm going to see if I feel like <laughs> that is something. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, I could get there. I wouldn't have to come up very far, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess it would depend also on like the position you're in, right? Um, so of course, there's you could be laying on your back. Yeah, let's skip. We're gonna we were gonna do the positions kind of later on in this conversation, but I think it goes well with the tips and tricks. So, yeah. um, yeah, we had the wear part about it. Like as I'm trying to visual 
lies being titty fucked. My first visualization was me laying on my back, in which case my partner would straddle me. Mm-hmm. Is that, and, and I'm like, would that be comfortable for my partner? Or is that more difficult? Is that a, what kind of positions are good for I this? mean, it's comfortable. I mean, they're straddling is, if it's a comfortable thing. Um, That'd be sexy. I do. It, it is sexy. I do enjoy one thing I think I've realized in the last year. Um, I enjoy looking up at my partner while doing mm-hmm. sexual acts. There's something like I like the visual stimulation. Mm-hmm. I like this sort of dominant position right. um, and being able to take it all in while things are happening. Right. I was going to say, you know, if you like to up the level of things and maybe you have your hands tied. Oh. Um, because if he is strange, but then you can't squeeze your tits together. But he can squeeze them while he is. Oh, I see. So you could be restrained on a bed. Mm-hmm. See, now that takes it. So that, that takes, takes it another level. That takes it from like spicing up your vanilla bedroom life to integrating it into your BDSM mm-hmm. kink life. Yeah, that's hot. Annette Benedetti here, your locker room talk hostess. Want to find out what happens after the show when I actually try out boob sex? Then head over to my Patreon page and sign up to be a member. Memberships start at just $2 a month. And at the $5 a month membership level, you get all the follow-up details and find out what happens after the show. Just head to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash locker room talk podcast and sign up now. So, you know, that's the great thing about Titty Fox. They are good for everybody. Whether you're vanilla or kinky as fuck, you can always titty fuck. All right. So I will say this, guys. When I was visual when I was visualizing um, titty fucking. And I'm like, well, how do I get pleasure out, out of it? I, I, I have only, believe it or not, in the last couple of years, well, maybe the last year and a half started to really enjoy nipple stimulation. I'm not sure why. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, I could like push my boobs together and stimulate my nipples. And that might be super sexy. But then I thought, what about like little nipple clamps mm-hmm. on putting little nipple clamps on yeah. while, while it's happening. Or they have um, vibrating nipple clamps. clamps. Oh, I was thinking like suction, maybe using suction, you know. There are now suction toys. If you guys are not checking out the links in the description of um, this podcast, you're missing out on some uh, – in either inter- – if you're – if you aren't very sex toy savvy, uh, you're missing out on an introduction to a lot of cool new toys are, that are out there. There's a su- suction technology out there that is great for the clip, but also for the nipples. Um, that could be exciting. Mm-hmm. Using them on your own boobs. I did not know there were vibrating nipple clamps. Is that a thing? It is. I don't know if they're clamps, but... I know there is. I'm like demonstrating like everybody Uh, has seen. (laughs) She's grabbing her own nipples. (laughs) But that they go on. I don't think they're actually like technically clamps because they don't clamp down. They just kind of go on, right? And they vibrate to just, it's another way to stimulate. Well, I'm going to do some research for you guys. I'm going to try to find. I'm going to try to find some vibrating, sucking n- nipple toys after this. I, I'm, I, I had, have not come across that, but it's an idea that appeals to me, especially if I were restrained while it was going on and mm-hmm. I still wanted to have, you know, yeah, pleasure. All right. So we're giving you some serious tips. So for the kinky people that are like, Ugh, boob sex, that went out with the 80s and 90s, we're telling you up we're upgrading the sex act mm-hmm. to the you know 2022's yes. version um and another kind of trick i don't know if it'd be a trick or a tip um you know let's say you and your partner are maybe sitting on the couch watching a movie maybe he's really into the movie and you're like oh I'm so fucking horny. That happens. It does. And, you know, instead of just going down on him, mm-hmm. 
you can maybe go down him, then whip out your tits and start titty fucking him. That's you would be the initiator and you would be the aggressor and you would be in control. So he is sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. So you just really have to lean over or kneel in front of him. I'm well, men, yeah, and men really kind of well, it's when a hot. woman kneels in front of them, they're like, Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like looking at that though, as a woman with smaller boobs, I'm not sure would that work for me. Could I get my it boobs would. in there? I, I feel like you're biased because you can just grab your boobs and stretch them you and could. reach them out. Like, I mean, and it's a good workout too because you're gonna get some body. squatting in, yeah, that's true, yeah. I mean, I'm hey, if you can get a workout while you're having some real fun, that's a why win. not? I'm all for that. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, well, I was thinking another position, but that I don't know. Again, I'm just making these up in my head. Would well, be maybe a position? What is another kneeling would be mm-hmm. another position, but he would have to squat down. Unless well, you just or have you'd it. need to be sitting mm-hmm. down, or you'd be you'd need to kneel on like a stool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's kind of hot too. Mm-hmm. Like my ottoman over there, mm-hmm. that might put me at the right level, depending mm-hmm. again on the height of your partner. So you're gonna have to like kind of play around, play around with different positions. Um, are there any are there any boob sex positions that outside of laying down? kneeling that you can think of well i mean i have uh had the partner standing and me squatting down and right right um you know yeah i mean it's like it's like with that's a fun thing about sex is there is no real playbook on positions. Like mm. you can come up with stuff. I guess kind of in the 69 position, if your boobs are bigger, you couldn't be in that position on top and hold your boobs together. Cause you got to have no. your arms to hold mm-hmm. you up, but you could at least like but slide they, your chest over could. his cock. Oh, that's so you true. don't always have to be the one squeezing your boobs. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. You're right. They could do that. They mm-hmm. could reach down if their arms are long. I'm pretty short. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. like that. Or, yeah, the 69 position, you could probably do both ways. Like if I'm laying down and they're on top, mm-hmm. then they're, they're, no, their balls would be in my face. If they were on top. That's true. <laughs> I mean, unless you're, you, you like a good tea bag. Um, I mean, we'll get into tea bagging right. at some point. I do. If you are out there and you like to be, teabagged women woman out there who wants to be teabagged please let me know i want to hear about that uh so we're not going to get into that because that's a whole that's another uh podcast but yeah that would exact that would you mm-hmm. would be teabagged and and there'd be a butt right ball you know, suckling. butt play you'd be their butt would be right there yeah so oh, i mean you could do that Anyways, all right, guys, I think you're getting the idea, the positions that this works in. I'm sure your own mind. I mean, I would suggest, and I imagine you concur, that the first time, keep it simple. Yes. You got to figure out how the the cock in question works with the tits in Mm -hmm. question and and what works best for you. But I think probably what sounds like it's the most important for women to think about, and I certainly didn't when I started imagining this conversation, I didn't think about all the things I could do to myself uh, to make sure I was getting pleasure. I want to add to this conversation. Yes, you could do uh, stimulating your own nipples. Your partner can stimulate stimulate your nipples. You can do nipple clamps, or apparently there are vibrating suction toys for your nipples. But don't forget, there are toys you can actually have inside of your, your right. vagina stimulating you while this is going mm-hmm. on. Yep. You can have a vibrator inserted or, um, you know, if he is the one managing your breasts, you can have a suction toy on your clit or you can have a butt plug in or you can have, you know, you don't have to just have the boob sex going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get the full body experience by adding toys into this experience, Absolutely. which would 
for some people who are into that, heighten the eroticism of the whole thing that it's just added into your play session, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that was something I was thinking, I'm like, that would be a sexy thing to do if I had something going on inside of me already, especially if I had one that there are toys out there that I could insert inside myself and also, uh, give my partner, um, the control oh, of, yes, mm-hmm. that would be hot. Mm-hmm. So mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Make sure you're taking care of that clip while you're getting titty fucked. Don't forget the clip. (laughs) Don't forget the clip. But don't like overdo it either because I think sometimes uh, male partners seem to, you know, think it's like a scratch it ticket. It's a what? what? Like a scratch it ticket. You know, you know how when you go to scratch off a scratch it ticket, you... Vigorously. Oh, oh, you're saying they shouldn't overdo your clit yes, stimulation. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes they do get carried away with clit. All right. So cheers to using toys while being titty fucked. Well, and just in general. Mm. All right. We're going to move on to when should this occur during sex? I mean, at any point, right? Right. At any point. Um, I mean, you don't have to actually do it to the point of ejaculation if you're with a uh, penis owner uh, it could be part of your foreplay Mm -hmm. to other intercourse that's right it can be foreplay Mm -hmm. Um, or it can be the act itself it can be the whole thing Mm -hmm. the whole shebang you're just getting titty fucked for the day yep so while we're talking about that, and we're talking about when it occurs during your sex play session, when it occurs as the final act, the coup de gras, is, mm-hmm. that, is that what we call it? The coup de gras? Yeah, let's. The grand act, and he comes. I think probably a big question on everybody's mind is where does that come go? Well. Uh-huh. I mean, it's aimed. Right towards. I mean, so if you're laying on your back, more than likely you're going to get a pearl necklace. Mm -hmm. Maybe the bottom of your chin. Unless he um, purposely like pulls it out of your tits and shoots it on your face. So, yes. I mean, but I mean, let's let's be. I, I think give everybody a fair warning. The chance that that come might your your you might get some you might yes. get some on your face. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always uh, the option of him like pulling back and coming on your stomach. Mm-hmm. This should be negotiated in advance, folks. This is the part of the act, especially if you're doing it the first time. But every time you do it, like. Yeah, you can teddy fuck me. Do not come in my face or mm-hmm. on my, whatever. You get to talk about where right. that come ends mm-hmm. up. But beware if you're like, oh, come on my neck or whatever. Your face is on the splash pad area. Right. <laughs> and- I mean, and if, if they're, if they handle their tool well and you're like, I don't want on my face, they can actually hold their penis down to where it would just shoot on your chest and roll back on your neck if you're on your back. I would hope so. Um, or let's say you're doing the whole squat while they're on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you, you're you like, uh-uh. Because that, if it goes off, it's going straight in your face in yeah. that position. If you don't want that, then, you know, you need to verbalize that. Let me know. And then you would pull away and let's say you want it on your tits and they can hit you on their tits or maybe you want to turn over and have them, you know, shoot their wad and then they on can finish it off. your ass crack. Or, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, at, or you can tie it in. Oh, can you could just um, or you could finish it off with a blowjob. You could. And decide what you want to, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're swallowing or not. Right. That's up to you at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's it's an option. Now, if you uh, have listened to our semen facial uh, podcast, obviously, and you're like, you're thinking about doing this with your partner, but you're like, 
you feel weird about their cum on your neck or on your face, please take time to listen to this semen yes. facial um, podcast because I think it can alleviate a lot of the anxiety around that. Or uh, No, hopefully what it will do is alleviate a lot of the ick factor with that. I think it's fair for all of us to feel icky about certain sex and bodily, you know, fluid activities that come up during sex. Mm -hmm. But I think in that podcast, we were really good about covering, like asking yourself, like, why do I find this icky? Mm -hmm. Uh, And like, and maybe working through some of that mental stuff. Yeah, it was, it it got pretty deep. Mm -hmm. It got pretty deep. And uh, so if you're interested in adding this act to your sex repertoire of acts um obviously you got to really think about how that's all ending for you you're gonna have to have that conversation with your partner you're gonna have to decide like do i want to experiment with um allowing some come on my face or not but i I highly suggest like uh, really going through your thought processes and feelings around that um and that podcast i think is really helpful it's certainly i still have not had a semen facial uh Again, it's on my sex bucket list, and uh, perhaps when I have the experience, I'll be willing to share my thoughts on that um, with you. Again, um, there'll be more information about where that and when that will be shared. Um, But I think it could be a fun way to tie in like a a semen facial if you're open to that. Definitely. um, And have it be a super sexy, exciting event mm-hmm. um yeah yeah have you have you had a, a boob sex ending in semen facial have you done that combo yet um yeah when it's been finished off with um head oh, okay mm-hmm. okay so yeah and you know um uh, talking about that whole like game plan Also, you know, things can change. And so one thing that we always talk about on this podcast is how important communication with your partner is. Absolutely. So let's say you guys, uh, you and your partner talk about it. You're like, okay, let's do this. You're like, "Uh, I don't want any come on me. Yeah. And then in the act, you change your mind. You get excited. Which you can do. Right. Just communicate that. Right. Because that's probably going to be really sexy to them. Right. When you're like, oh, I want you to come all over my tits. Or mm-hmm. I want you to come and give me that glistening pearl necklace. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you decide, okay, I'm I'm hot. I'm in it. I'm ready for the semen facial. Right. Um, but you can communicate that. So yes. if things change in the moment. That's okay. That's okay. That's why communication is so important. Right. Your sex situation, you set it up up front. You say, I want to try this, babe. I want, you know, I Mm -hmm. listened to this podcast and these, you know, ladies made me think, "Mm, why not give it a try? Can we try that? But please, like, I'm not, like, do not come on my chest or my face. Like, maybe we'll end with sex or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you're in it and something happens and you're like, this is way better than I thought. Um, I have shared, I think in past podcasts, um, I have learned in the last year, I've always thought I was a decent communicator during sex and I'm not the best communicator during sex. Um, uh, which might surprise everybody (laughs) as much as I computer, uh, as much as I communicate about sex openly on this podcast, when I'm in an act of sex, sometimes I fall short on words. Um, and I think that has also led to a lot of disappointing sex for me in my uh, history. Um, I've also felt ashamed to, when I had that, you know, a dirty thought in the middle of sex and I'm getting heated up and I'm like, oh, I, you know, you go back, you start flipping through the, the dirty fantasies that you've gotten from porn or like Mm -hmm. erotica. And you're like, God, I wish in this moment, this thing could happen. But if I verbalize that, my partner's going to think I'm whatever number of dirty, dirty, trashy, trashy, she's slutty. Ooh, I don't want to be with a woman that would be into that. I mean, I'm hoping that in this day and age, we know that that's sex shaming, slut shaming. And if you have a partner who's like that, they can just fuck right Right. off. Tell them to 
fuck off and fuck off. get down the road. That's right. So um, being able to, if you have a moment, you're like, I do want to do that, then just say to mm-hmm. your partner. You can even stop and restart. You can have that conversation. Uh, they can keep stroking themselves Will you verbalize mm-hmm. like, I'm really turned on. Um, I want to use this vibrator on my clit. Will you finish off on my neck or face? Mm-hmm. You know, being able to do that in the moment is yeah. Important. And you know, even the opposite. So let's say you game plan this with your partner and you tell them that you want them to give you your first facial. <laughs> and in the moment, you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. You can, you absolutely can change your mind. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that <clears throat> as women, we sometimes struggle with is that yes. we feel like if we go into a situation sexually that we can't change our mind on boundaries that were set. Um, and any time in the moment, mm-hmm. even if you're like, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I don't right. want to go forward anymore. You have that right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you change your mind, verbalize it. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So cheers to that. We can change our mind. We anytime. can. Anytime. All right, guys. Let's talk about why. Because I know probably at the beginning, a lot of you were like, and maybe some of the whys have been answered, but let's really strategically answer why titty sex. Why, why fucking the boobs? It does seem sort of... Um, I don't know. Like from my perspective, having not integrated into my sex life, first it felt like, oh, it's sort of one of those uh, cliched acts that, you know, seem silly that nobody does. Now, you had brought up some good reasons why a woman would want to have the option of titty sex. You want to share that with listeners? Yeah. So um, while some women are comfortable with period sex, um, there are some of us, like myself, who are not comfortable with period sex. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I um, periods are not a pretty thing for me. Right, right. So I am. I don't want anyone going anywhere near that thing while it's right giving me the turmoil it, it gives me. Sure. So this is an alternative because for some reason you're horny. <laughs> While you're, I mean, I don't know about others, but I'm I'm not, but um, I am. (laughs) Right. And so this is a way to get aroused, Mm -hmm. um, to get some sexual pleasure. Yeah. Uh, I have no problem with like um, my clit being played with. I just don't want anything inside of you, inside of me. Um, I mean, I. We'll have a tampon in because I want to be sure that the dam is plugged. <laughs> so my it question is, is do you, um, because for you, this is, you said you're horny, uh, so you want to have s- sex. And so this is a good alternative. So for you, do you get a lot of uh, sexual satisfaction from bo- bo- your boobs? I do. Because I, I mean, I know a lot of women, not a lot. I know a couple women who don't get any. They're like, I don't really get anything out of my boobs. So, but for you, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of, I've also known a lot of women that really enjoy the uh, breast stimulation. And also, um, I know that there's been um, others in our circle have been on this podcast that also have said this, that I'm really mentally stimulated. Mm-hmm. So like... My biggest androgynous zone. Erogenous. Erogenous. There we go. Um, Is my brain. Yeah. Like you, you can just talk words. Dirty. And get me going. Right. Um, And so I don't know if it's really that my tits are so like sensitive and stuff or if it's more like that whole my i'm emotionally like stimulated right like i'm like this is hot like i because you know your male partner 
I don't know a guy out there that's going to say they don't like or have not ever, if they've never done it, have not fantasized about it. Right, right. It seems to be the if, one wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, I do. Hey, guys, men, men or, or people, humans with penises that are out there, if you are repelled, all right, not even, like, that's extreme. But also, if you are repelled by the idea of titty sex, will you please reach out to me? I want to hear hear about that. If, if you're just kind of like, that sounds dumb, I'm not going to try it. I also am curious about your perspective. I've obviously talked to um, my partner who has a penis uh, about it, um, and he's experienced, I'm not. Um, and other, I've heard from other guys who've been really into the idea. I don't think that I've ever had, um, I've never heard directly uh, from a man, one man uh, who I had told that I was doing this podcast um, topic to was like, he was like, that doesn't really happen, does it? Uh, so, um, but that doesn't mean he hasn't thought about it. That just means I did, he yeah, thinks I didn't it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Right. Uh, so I am curious, is anyone repelled by that? Could you, how would you be repelled by it? Now, I do understand why women might be, might be um, but I want to talk about what appeals to me about it, which is interesting because so one of the things that has been kind of cool about doing this podcast over the last over, we're over a year now, we're really down the road on it. Um, is that I've so I've brought up topics and covered topics I've never been interested in or that I have thought were disgusting or whatever a lot and, and you'd be surprised at how many things uh, up front when I started this podcast I was like ew no that I have since done and I'm like yeah um, so it's interesting I've kind of learned when a topic's coming and it's something I haven't done to start playing out scenarios in my head and try to I try to always question my ick factor my sex act ick factor and then think about what could make it exciting what really appeals to me about the idea of being of a boob sex being titty fucked uh I do enjoy um I enjoy several roles in my sex life, but there is just something that is really sexy about being in a submissive position to a partner. Um, and there is something I think that would be really sexy about just that's definitely, especially, I mean, it feels to me, although I imagine you could speak to the opposite, but from my imaginings that it's a very, it could, it's a very like a power dynamic that happens in breast sex, especially if you're on the bottom or if you're mm -hmm. restrained. Um, and again, I love um, looking up at, you know, my partner who I'm like visually extremely stimulated by. Um, and so the idea of that position, it's like, oh, that, that is sexy, um, being able to enjoy that power dynamic that would happen there. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like being, um, what would you be? The titty fucky, the receiver? <laughs> like, do you feel like you can do that from a dom position? Like, uh, like would mm -hmm. a, a dom femme with the boobs, can you like titty fuck a sub man? Yeah. Or you? cock? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I yes. can't pick. I've never done it. Yes, I'm not in my own dynamic. I, I can't picture it that way, but I'm like, t so you tell can. me about that. I mean, um, so if you're in like a, a, uh, femme dom situation, right. our, um, local experts not here. So I'll do my best. Yeah. yeah. Lucy, our resident <laughs> dominatrix. Um, so there, you know, there's chairs that are used sometimes where their hands are strapped. And, oh, the, the mm -hmm. sub man, you could strap mm -hmm. him to a chair. Mm -hmm. Or if, well, about standing. Well, that would be the whole like working, working those in our thighs and glutes yeah. by doing that squat. Um, also, if they are on the bed, restrained, restrained, I'm picturing it. You I'm picturing be, it. You Watch be out. Between their legs <laughs> on your knees. Oh yeah. And you could also But you can't squeeze your boobs together that way. Yeah, you could cuz you're like leaning down on them. You don't need to. Oh, yeah. 
Maybe. All I've, right. I've done it. It's possible. Again, you've got massive tits. You don't even need to squeeze them together. <laughs> I mean, let's be fair. Um, or, you know, if you have, um, oh, I can't think of the name, but like the cross. Oh, what is that called? Um, the cross thing. Yeah. But anyways. That's uh, true. Now that. You could oh, you also- could totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely yeah. squat. So, and once again, I'm being visual. Yeah. I wish if you guys could just see the visuals over here. I'm always but, visual. I yeah. can't help it. Um, yeah. So what, I mean, I think that especially, let's say, um, well, if you're really into that uh, BDSM dynamic um, uh, for a sub uh, femme, female or woman, um, I think that it could be really sexy. I think it could be really, really hot. Um Addition. I think if you are in a vanilla relationship and you're like, you don't want to get into all the BDSM, I still think it's like, it's a very sensual, sexy. Um, um, I mean, one of the biggest turn ons for me is the arousal my partner gets from it. Right. Um, so when my partner is um, clearly into it and getting a lot of pleasure mm-hmm. that makes me that more that hot yeah. and aroused yeah because i'm telling you it's my brain is right i can think of a lot of great dirty talk that could happen mm-hmm. during that too oh yeah it, it if you're a dirty talker it gives you so much opportunity. You know, it's funny. I have never been good at, at giving dirty talk. Oddly enough, as much as I'm a word person um, in bed, um, I I kind of clam up, but I love to be talked dirty to. And I am actually just right now uh, in this last year really learning how to talk dirty because I do have a dirty script in the back of my head. Then just voice I it. I know. I'm learning how to do that, and it's super hot. But um, but yeah, I think it would – it would. you know, I understand why someone might say boob sex. That's so dumb. Why do that? But, like, I mean, why not add – this to your mm-hmm. sex yeah. sex repertoire your sex box your sex you know your list of acts that you want to do give together. it a shot at least give it a shot don't knock it till you try it that's right i mean why wouldn't a cock feel good on a nipple oh wait yeah it does or um you know there's that pre-ejaculate i was just thinking about that you could just and, add us a little bit of lube um you know <laughs> they could take like the tip of their penis mm-hmm. and rub it around your nipple yeah. with that pre-ejaculate. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty stimulating. That would be sexy. That's pretty hot. That is that is sexy. And if you don't like your partner's cum or ejaculate, again, start asking yourself why. Uh, because uh, I, I, my friends know, like Deanna and I, Ruby and I have known each other for a very long time, and I was very vocal about really hating semen. I mean, really hating semen and just being like, it is a mess. I don't want it all over me. It's like mucusy. I mean, I had all these reasons. I was like, why, oh, why can't, you know, men ejaculate some like dust? Powder. powder, baby powder, something that freshens me up afterwards. Um, and in sort of my own sexual journey, I have definitely, I'm still, like I have moments where I'm like, you know, in, in my refractory period, I, I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like I, I'm ready to be clean or I don't want to like reach over and touch it or whatever. But even that's starting to dissipate just a little bit. Um, so... I would wish that for any woman who still likes to uh, play with cocks Mm -hmm. that ejaculate. Um, I would not at all want the repulsion that I experienced for women who continue to have those um, relationships. So, but back to why, why would a woman want who's in a, um, a sexual relationship with a, another woman or a vulva owner want the strap on 
uh, titty fuck. And I think that comes back to like, if you like that power dynamic, Mm -hmm. um, the visual stimulation of Mm -hmm. I, now I can imagine being in a dominant situation with another woman with a strap on, um, and enjoying the visual of looking down at doing, having that act with a woman. Right. Like that, like when I put myself in that position, I'm like, that would be fucking hot. Mm -hmm. In which case I'm like, oh, that's why a guy would enjoy Like even, you know, they also get more of a physical stimulation. Mm -hmm. However, there are strap-ons ladies that come with vibration and stimulation. If you're not using a strap-on that has the little pocket rocket pocket, you need to be. Yes. So in which case you can actually have that stimulation for yourself Mm -hmm. while getting the visual satisfaction Mm of watching, you know, uh, your partner's beautiful breasts, you know, you know, sliding against this thing and then giving her nipple stimulation and stuff like that. So um, I had not until today even like considered that. Actually, I don't think I had considered the idea of two women doing this sex act until you were here and we were kind of like going over what we wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, huh. I'm like, I could get into that. Right. And if you want, if you have not heard the pegging episode, yeah. if you want to go back, we kind of talk about um, that dynamic when as a woman, you're wearing a strap on. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a very different feeling. Yes. And it's a very, um, you're definitely in the dominant role. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one of the turn-ons for me mm-hmm. is like... There's a rush that comes with yes, that, for sure. Because it's it's pretty obvious that even if you're in a situation with a a male partner or a female, female partner, non-binary, um, when you have a strap-on on, you really are the dominant one mm-hmm. in that situation. And that's part of the the rush for me anyways. Mm-hmm. And you are in sole control of giving that pleasure. Yeah. Because, you know, when someone sucks your cock and it's a strap on. Oh, I've never done that. Oh, I, really? I have not had my cock sucked. Well, hmm. it's, uh, I mean, it's hot. Yeah. It's so some- you have had this done before. Was it a, a woman or a man who sucked your cock? A man. I don't know if we went over, but I was really not nice. Um, (laughs) Okay, that's another podcast. We're going to have to do – so we are going to have to cover – we have not covered just strap-on sex uh, specifically, and I think that's something that we should cover. Um, It's so funny to me. One thing I want to say before we close out this podcast is we bring up a simple sex act, uh, boob sex up front sounds simple. It's easy to dismiss it as like, that's just like some dumb, like cliche thing from whenever nobody does that. But when you really start diving into like, when I really start thinking about these things that are out there that I've not done that are so basic, I mean, it is, it's right there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I start questioning why I haven't done it. I start questioning, well, if I did it, how could it be exciting? I'm going to be selfish. I want it to be fucking exciting for me. Like I know how I can get a partner off and why it would be exciting to him. But I want to know like, why would I want to do this? Because I am, I feel very strongly about not engaging in sex acts that I, I don't want to. Like I want to be all in. I want to get something out of it. I want to feel satisfaction. I want to feel sexy. Um, so I start like, trying to imagine what would make this exciting for me and through conversations uh through research which i do do prior to these um oftentimes i'm surprised at how i how i'm like god that could be exciting that could be sexy um I like to have the opportunity to sit down with my partner and really talk about how we can create like a really fun exciting sex session which can include a lot of things and or one thing or you know you know whatever it is and 
And so you take one simple sex act. It sounds very simple. A guy walks up to you, you push your boobs together, he like pumps away and is done. That's how in my mind it was prior to this conversation. But this actually could be worked into a whole array of scenarios Mm -hmm. that that could last for a couple of minutes. It could last for 15 to 20 minutes. It could be with a, you know, a female partner. It could be with a male partner. I could be dominant. I could be submissive. I could get stimulated. I could get some fun nipple play and I could have toys attached. It could be BDSM experience. It could be a facial experience. It's kind of amazing to me how if you take time to stop and not go with your first judgment, because you you mentioned a sex act, we all jumped to like a conclusion. Mm -hmm. If you slow yourself down a little, you may open the door to a new opportunity that you end up loving. Right. And, um, you, you talk about how, um, there's not much out there. And so it almost seems like no one's doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's kind of this. It wasn't, there was, there weren't, there aren't a lot of articles. I mean, I went straight to porn sites. It, I was actually surprised because even the semen facial, there was a ton of articles because it apparently became a beauty craze and people don't believe me when I say that search it for yourself. I saw it. Yeah. But boob sex, I was like, oh. And so I'm like, am I not using the right keywords? Like, what's the deal? Um, It really isn't. So it makes me think um, about how anal sex used to be. So it used to be where not a lot of people talked about anal sex. And you're like, oh, well, no one does that. That only happens in porn. Right. Um, Or between two men. Two gay men. Um, and it definitely wasn't something that was real or, be, or, or religious young women who wanted to save right. their but va- vagina. Even, for, but they even didn't talk about they it. They didn't. No, it was something so that was, was like, not okay. No one is doing this. But in reality, a lot of people were right. engaging in anal sex. Um, and I think for some reason, boob sex is still the same way. I guarantee there's people out there titty fucking. Yeah. Yeah. And having fun with it. I would like I to know. hear. I would like to hear from people about that. I want to yeah. know. Raise your hand. Give me like some sign. Who all's out there that's getting titty fucked? I want to hear from women or men. Tell me, are you t- are, are your female partners letting you titty fuck them? Like I want to know. I want from people, all humans out there. I would love I would love to hear from women who are strap on titty fucking each like, other. I mean, I've been to uh, sex clubs, and clearly you see it there. Huh. Uh, so it's happening, and it's weird because I would I would think if anal is out there and people are more open about anal sex, that boob sex is a lot milder in in my my thinking. Um, yeah, I, I mean, except like it could end in the facial, then it's not mild. But it doesn't have to. I'm still it's, intimidated by the facial. It's, it's easy to not end in a facial. Right, right. And personally, I would think <clears throat> if you're saving yourself for marriage because you're a good Christian girl. Boob and, sex is for you. Right. Instead of having anal, I would much rather go to the boob sex. Boob sex is for you. Hey, that's great advice. And and again, if you are a Christian woman and you, um, I'm not going to, I don't want to sh- shame your uh, choice of religion, but again, this is this is something that could be right. acceptable. Like when my kids were um, in middle school and high school, the huge craze was girls would only have anal sex. I heard about because that. then they were still virgins. It's insane. We will have a podcast on virginity. In fact, I'm gonna let's let's. I'm gonna call on my ladies to have this conversation about virginity, which is all a lie. But right. we'll save that. So I feel like we've covered. I feel like we've covered boob sex for you guys. If if you feel like um, look, we've we've told you who's doing it. Everybody is doing it. Heterosexual people are doing it. Queer people are doing it. All sorts of combinations of genders are doing it. Um, how are they doing it? All sorts of ways. Strap on, um, 
BDSM style, um, vanilla style. How does it finish? It can finish on your face. It can finish on your boobs. Anywhere you want, you get to decide what this looks like, right? You write the ending. You write. Get some lube. I'm I'm telling you, scroll down Uber Lube. I'm going to have a link to it. I love it. I actually have used it in my hair as a uh, as a, as a hair product. I know that sounds crazy, but it's it's legitimately designed to be able to use be used anywhere. It's going to be great on your um, on your tits and his cock. Uh, but find some sort or, or uh, Ruby did suggest a, a body safe massage, uh, massage oil. oil. So. Um, uh, just be careful about what you're putting on someone's genitalia. And um, positions, we gave you a couple. You're also probably going to just have to try out some different positions, right? So, and why, why not? Why not try it? If you hate it, you don't have to do it again. In the middle, if you're like, this is fucking dumb, can we stop? Fine. If you're asking why, I'm asking you, why not? Why not? You might be surprised. You have nothing to lose. Nope. So, um, anyways, I think, God damn it, I think we fucking covered titty fucking mammary intercourse. That's right. I actually found what it was called mammary intercourse and uh, boob fucking boob, boob sex. Fucking. I think boob we, we gave you a solid boob sex 101. If you disagree, guess what you do? A and N E T T E, Annette at sheexplorerslife.com. Feel free. To tell me, tell me how it should have been done. I dare yeah. you. I'm inviting some mansplaining even. Oh, yeah. Mansplain this. <laughs> mansplain this. Um, check us out. Um, check out. We've got a lot of great articles on sheexplorerslife.com. We have a whole relationship and sex, sex toy section. Um so head over there and check that out. Um, you can find us on social media, Locker Room, Talking Shots on Instagram, Facebook. Also head over to She Explores Life on Instagram and Facebook. Um, am I missing anything? Oh, LockerRoomTalkPodcast.com. LockerRoomTalkPodcast.com. You can go there and find all the fun information. And stay tuned. We have lots of fun topics coming up um we've already told you some we're going to be looking into and we have some announcements coming um up soon about additional places you're going to be able to go and join in on some fun conversations with us so until next time we'll cheers. cheers we'll see you in the <laughs>